Align Your Practice podcast with Dr. Cliff Fisher, where your best practice and life awaits you. Are you tired of running a practice on your own? We want to come alongside you with experts to help you create your dream practice and your dream life. Here is your host. All right, tribe. Welcome back to Align Your Practice with Dr. Cliff and Dr. Joe. Brought to you by Align Life, where we want to give you the tools to find and create your aligned life. And so Joe and I have been doing work on this. We've got clarity. And so we're going, we're switching it up today. We're going to be talking about mission statement, purpose statement, and premise statement. And Joe, I'd love for you to just share kind of the, some of the clarity you got from our pre conversation offline on this. And yeah, I think we did great last time with the vision. I hope all of you created your vision story. I hope you're lit up and excited, more refined, more convicted to what you're actually trying to accomplish in practice. Practice is, a, is a, a movement in your life. It's an energetic experience. It's a, it's a connection with your environment and with people and with your community that you want to accomplish something. You want to give something. You want to create something. That's the vision. So I'm excited to, if you haven't submitted your story to us, Cliff has some links below the podcast. Send it to us. Cliff helped refine my, uh, my purpose and my vision I've helped Cliff create some clarity. So we work together in kind of constantly refining our understanding of these core ideologies. Um, but the way I look at this, Cliff, the vision is where people want to go. The purpose is their why, is why they want to do it. The purpose is the pain, the conflict, the experience, what, what made them decide to create something. You don't wake up one day and just say, I'm going to create something. Right. You have some experience, some insight, some inspiration, some pain, some adversity. There's something that made you decide to do it. Now, it could be some people just want money. Well, the money could be because there was adversity or pain and you want to serve others and create a different experience for your family. That's that's a that, there's some purpose there. We got to refine that a little. But the purpose has to be big enough to create the energy necessary to accomplish the vision. So the vision can't be going to the moon and the purpose be something that is uh, worth seven days of effort or, or, um, or value, right? So right. it has to be, the, the, I think of it as like the center of the circle. I think you have this screen shared here. Yep, it's, yeah. So if you guys see this circle, that wide, it means like a heartbeat. It's the purpose. And that has to beat strong enough to permeate out through the how to get to the what, which is your vision. So if the why is weak, the vision will take longer or not be realized. So I, I do want to talk to the chiropractors on the call here because I have seen chiropractors that don't have their why uh, languish, um, suffer, and not scale because they don't know their why. Not that they don't have a why. And you talked about our good friend, Roberto Monaco. So I hope yeah. we'll have the opportunity to bring him on our podcast and talk through this. But, but the easiest why is you had a chiropractic experience. That's easy. I couldn't walk. I was on drugs for five years. I was scheduled for surgery. I went and see a, saw a chiropractor. He moved my fifth lumbar. I got up with no pain ever again. That's a pretty strong why. It's pretty easy. It's in your lap. 
and, and when we're bringing new doctors into Align Life and we're helping them uh, refine their story to do their workshop, to, to share their vision, and they don't have a personal experience, they're lost. They don't know why. They can't clarify. And it takes us probably half an hour to two hours to help them see their, their why. And once they have that, the clinic explodes. Do you feel that clip? Like you've been around Kairos too. You, you see the guys who had the life-changing experience just tell their story and boom, easily blows up uh, their, their business and their clinic, right? Yeah, and honestly, it's both. Like one, you brought up Roberto, but Roberto's helped a lot of people really develop a story from like they learn the philosophy, then they, then they were able to then share and pass that on and create an amazing story. So it's really about just understanding your own story because Roberto – when we were talking, he was just like, everybody's story is magical. They just need to know how to tell it. The miracle ones are the easy ones to tell. The like the ones where you learn and you understand, those are harder stories to tell. But once you learn how to tell it, and Roberto can teach you how to tell it, then all of a sudden it can blow up that way too. But yeah, you're 100% right. It's easy to get behind something that changed your life. I know for me, it was headaches and I got my life back. It saved my life. And so we, we had a doctor who was doing a workshop and he did his story in the beginning of the workshop. One of the things that we teach. And he was saying he was in the military and he looked in the mirror and he saw that his shoulders were off. And he saw the posture and then he thought chiropractic could help and it helped his posture. So he decided to be a chiropractor. And that was the story. And I was like, okay. And then it turns out that his father was giving a wrong drug and never given an opportunity for physical therapy or chiropractic uh, to experience a natural solution and the medication killed him. And he didn't tell that story because it wasn't front and center related to what he thought was chiropractic. When we refined that story and his heart came out, he shed a tear, an authentic tear about how much he wants to help people on a different path than what his dad went through. And we were all crying in the room while he's telling the story, because it was so authentic, so meaningful, had such strong why and value that there's no way that person can't create the vision, realize the vision that they set uh, with that story. So, and you said it too, with the, the, the vision, they may not really be able to speak it really well. And someone like Roberto, myself, you can, can sit down and they can help them clarify their vision. I always did why first, Cliff, where I wanted to know what their purpose was. Yeah, I like that you did vision first because you can write it, feel it, taste it, see it, this vision, and then you can go look at why am I doing this? Yeah, search for that. Um, that was hard for a lot of people to why. Yeah, I think so too. And I, um, I'm just going to read off the screen because I think what he said in here is so critical. So what we're going to talk about today. So we talked about the what that was the vision, and so today we're going to talk about the why and the how. And so in this golden circle example from Simon Sinek, he said, why very few organizations know why they do what they do. Why is not about making money. That's a result. Why is a purpose, cause or belief? It's the reason your organization exists. So really that's the why. Then we go into the how. Some organizations know how they do it. There are things that make them special or set them apart from their competitors. So this is your um, unique selling position, USP. Then there's the what, and that was the vision. So every organization on the planet knows what they do. These are the products they sell or the services. So this is the chiropractic 
the vision story goes a little bit deeper on that because it gives you an experience. <clears throat> and then what is kind of more the product or the, you know, where we're headed. So, for yeah, me, so yeah, go ahead, Joe. So when we, when we have the why, um, the purpose statement, uh, and we have the what, which is the vision of where you want to go, you know why you want to do it and you know what you're trying to do, but you got to get there somehow. And I, I uh, resonate and I use the analogy of the chiropractic experience where we look at a patient, we say, here's your, your current reality, here's your goal, and the gap is the plan I'm going to lay out to tell you how to get there. My job is to give you a path to get there. The same thing goes here is you have this why, this really potential energy stored, this energy of I, I have purpose. And then you have this vision that's pretty big. So you got this vision out here. So you go from your why to your what. And in between that, as you see on the circle, is the how. How are you going to do that? Well, I'm going to use that with a natural health approach, incorporating chiropractic and natural therapy. Well, I'm going to inject the knees with lidocaine. Well, lidocaine, okay, that's a med, and I'm going to give prednisone. Well, I'll have an MD that gives prednisone that gets rid of all the inflammation. Well, you said your how was a natural approach, and now you're bringing in unnatural things. And that's a contradiction to your, your values, and it's going to prevent you from getting your vision realized. Now, if your vision was we're going to use any means possible to eliminate pain and allow people to live better lives, that's different. And you can have that as a how. But the how is how you're going to get there. So you better refine that so when your team is bringing up ideas and thoughts, you don't derail the, the experience or you know have the ship going in the wrong direction. So the how is I always suffered with the how because I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow. But it's not specific. It's more culture of like what you believe in inside of that how is, is, the, is the way you're going to get there. Not the specific like I'm going to do this exam, but it's um, kind of a, the conceptual way that you want to deliver. What are the boundaries, I guess, is a good way to look at that. The, the mission can give you boundaries on wh what you can do to accomplish that vision. Does that resonate with you, Cliff? I don't know if I'm explaining that well enough. Uh, yeah, no, what you're saying is spot on. The mission statement does, it answers, you know, how we're going to do that. You know, we introduce a problem. We, we define the destination because just like you were doing on your prednisone, the other thing that came up for me was like, and I'm not thinking of the long-term because there's long-term side effects to using that medication. So I'm... It would have to be like, I'm just looking for a short-term, quick solution. I don't care what it takes. And so as long as that aligns, then that's great. But if it doesn't, then you, then that's where you start to adjust it. That's where really your mission statement becomes so critical because it defines a destination or defines a destination. It also foreshadows the stakes. Like what's at stake for here? Like, why am I going to do this? You know, because that has to be big enough to do it. And then the mission statement is also one of the few documents that's really forward facing. So this is really what we're showing our patients or our consumer. And so it has to be exciting and memorable people. You know, I know Microsoft, you know, theirs was world domination was their mission statement for a minute. So as you're looking at that, like, what does that look like? So, and the purpose is super simple. Why does your business exist? Don't overcomplicate it. I, 
my first purpose statement, my first mission statement was like a full page, you know, <laughs> and, you know, more refined, more refined down to, you know, a couple words to a couple, uh, to a couple sentences is really where you want that to land. Yeah. That's a good point is this doesn't, uh, it can take 30 hours to create one sentence so it can <laughs> take time, but it doesn't have to be lengthy. And, and in fact, the less is more in all of these exercises explaining it. I, I did have a vision statement cliff and, and I'm going to convert it to a vision story. I think that just makes more sense to me, but the why can be, you know, very distinct purpose. Uh, and you can have a story behind the why to bring value to it, but the story isn't the why. Uh, the story will bring value to the why. So don't feel the why has to be gigantic or a long uh, written paragraph. It, it could be a few words, uh, but it has to contain enough data to help your team understand what they're getting behind. Okay, so that's important. And again, when you your next uh, homework now is to do your why, write your why. The reason I created this company. You can start the sentence that way and then remove those words later. But you want to start your brain. Yes. I created this business for because uh, that type of thing and then write your why. And then the how, you're going to kind of frame out how do you want to get there. That's your mission. Um, and you can look at that. You can look at the uh, American Cancer Society. You can look at these nonprofit foundations as they're purpose statement, their mission statement, it's really clear on a lot of those larger nonprofits that did a good job in that because they're getting investors, they're getting donations. <laughs> the donators want to know what is your mission? How are you going to get there? Yeah. Why do I want to donate my money to yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so like our, like the statement for my offices is super simple. It's to restore health. And it used to be the restore health of a community. It used to be way bigger than different space than that. But at the end of the day, my why, why my company exists is to restore health. And I pulled off community because, but community for me meant like, oh, my community, my or my county, my state, my country to the planet. So then, but at the end of the day, we exist to restore health. And the Align Life purpose is to experience greatness. And yeah. that's, uh, and I'll express mine. I, I love what you just said. My mindset is I want to go all the way to the outcome of uh, what am I trying to create? I'm trying to create whatever someone wants in their life that they can't accomplish because of their lack of health. So I want them to experience greatness as a mother. If they want to take their uh, laundry basket upstairs without pain, I want them to experience uh, greatness as a grandparent picking up the grandkids without pain and going for a hike. I want them to experience greatness if they're an avid athlete and they want to run the Ironman and they want to do it uh, in a certain amount of time. Or a businessman that wants to work without pain and be able to adapt to stress with their nervous system. So anything that's greatness to them is what I want to help them experience through a natural approach to health. So then I get into the mission statement, which is express the deliverable. You want to deliver an integrated natural health experience for families that are empowered. So that's kind of the, the, the how. Um, and then you have your vision. So that's kind of the way I looked at it. And it's interesting. Both of ours, you know, are like two words. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it could take you 10 years, guys, to get down to two words. 
because you're going to probably start with a paragraph and that's totally okay. Totally okay. But as you mature through this, always think less is more. Because what we want you to do is we want you to be able to, I want to meet you after you send it to us and we have your name. I want to bump into you at a seminar and say, hey, what's your purpose? What's your what's your vision? I want you to, boom, rattle off right in front of me. Then I know you own it. If everything is pages and pages of work, how is your team going to know the mission and the vision and the purpose? I guarantee you all Cliff staff knows the purpose is to restore health. That's where you have to get to is that your team can recite your core values, your purpose, your mission, your vision. Yeah. And I love what you said about people experiencing greatness. And mine was the same thing, like restore health in a relationship, restore health in a human being so they can be part of that relationship. So restore health of the planet, like our planet's sick, like our government's sick, our, there's companies that are sick. So the restore health wasn't just like where we think of it as like somebody's health. It's like the health of everything on the planet. Wow, that's that's even a good life purpose. Uh, I didn't think of it that way, Cliff, but that that is, uh, I like that a lot, how you permeate out of health in the context of healthcare. Uh, yeah. Very interesting. I like that. So, cool. All right, so part of the homework will be to do your purpose statement. The other one is to then dive into your mission statement. So this is the how. So how we're going to get there. And so for me, like... I'll start with where ours is at. So our mission statement is a little bit longer. So our my office mission statement, and I'd love Joe to share a line life's mission statement. Um, but our mission statement is for people who are suffering and looking for answers to their health concerns. We can help you get out of pain and put you on the path to optimal health. You deserve to live the life you've always wanted and enjoy your family and friends. And so that was our mission statement. So it does a couple of things. It introduces conflict. It defines a destination where we're going and it foreshadows the stakes and you can do it positive or negative. Mine was a positive foreshadows, but so often people, if they don't take action, they're going to end up in a space where they're not going to be able to regain their health or restore their health. So that was, so that was where my mission statement for what is outward facing for our, our patients or clients to be able to see. That's awesome. Yeah, the mission is usually a little bit more detailed because it's how you're going to how you're going to get there. The purpose is usually good to be as distinct as possible, just like your core values should be really tight. But your vision story is a story. Like don't don't apologize for it if it's five, six sentences. And you don't have to actually memorize i don't believe a vision story but you should be able to speak to it and your staff should be able to explain what that vision is but purpose and core values to me my personal opinion is i want to be able to rattle off the core values know the purpose what's the purpose and the mission yeah. should be something that we reflect to at meetings reflect to at definitely at your quarterlies your quarterly uh planning strategic sessions i would go through purpose mission vision hundred percent. Awesome. awesome. So from here, uh, if you guys are going to start writing, uh, take your mission, take your vision statement, read it over a couple of times, take a deep breath and, and then get deep into your heart. This is a little, this is maybe hidden. The, the vision is on the tip of your tongue in the frontal lobe. It's ready. You see it, you taste it and you could write that. That may have taken you half an hour. The why don't create the superficial why for like, you know, I wanted to make some money. I, I like healthcare. 
I don't like a desk job. Like that's why I became a chiropractor. You got to get a little more grit. You got to go deeper in the layers of your heart, in your life experiences, in your family experiences, in your health experiences. And you got to kind of get deeper because the reality is you may not consciously know your why, but there is a reason you put all this time. There's a lot of ways to make money uh, in the world. You went to chiropractic school. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of work. It was a lot of effort. It was a very distinct niche part of healthcare. And there's a reason, a deep, deep, deep reason why you chose. Most of us feel we were chosen for this profession in a divine, yeah. divine experience. A lot of us. Uh, and I want you to search for uh, something a little deeper. Um, and if you have one, I want you to lean on Cliff and I to help you through that journey. Because sometimes we can help peel the onion a little bit and help you see something even deeper. Because sometimes, let's say it was trauma or it was an issue like the gentleman with the father that I talked about, I believe, a la- I don't know if that was last podcast, where his story about losing his father to a medication that he didn't even need. That was a p- suppressed feeling. I don't want to go there. That's a little too heavy. That's, uh, that's personal. Well, guys, that's what this is. And when, the, when you authentically express your purpose, you will get people's hearts to align with yours. You'll get them to leave their job and walk with you. You will get them to accept uh, an average pay versus the higher pay they may have received. You'll get them to sacrifice things for a real authentic purpose. So we have to help you get that depth. And then once we have that, Cliff and I can help see if that purpose is strong enough to realize that vision. Because there has to be an exchange of potential energy that's driven to the kinetic energy of expansion and growth of a vision. It has to be enough potential energy inside of that purpose that's bursting out to make that vision a reality. And then all we need along the journey is to remove any contradictions in the mission to make sure you have less friction to get the job done. Yeah. So I love what you're saying, Joe. And I think on this, for me, if you guys do want to dive into this, my my link, schedule links down below, if you guys want to dive into your vision story, if you want to dive into your core values or the mission statement or purpose statement, sign up for a half an hour. We can sit down, break it down, talk about it. The one thing I do ask is don't just come to me saying, I don't know what to write. Put some time in and let's you know kind of digest. But Joe, the thing that came up for me too is ask yourself three questions, just like we do with patients. Like I always go three questions deep with people. It's like, okay, why do you want to do this? They're like, well, I want to make money. Okay, cool. Why do you want to make money? Well, I want to be able to provide for my family. Why do you want to be able to provide for your family so that we can have the life that we want? So just go three questions deep on these or keep asking the question until you need to get there. Sometimes that one's seven or eight questions, honestly, when I've done that with people. So ask the questions, be patient with yourself. No answers are stupid or dumb or anything like that, but it's just like start being a conscious liver because so often we live our lives unconsciously and we just take what the world gives us and that's not what we were designed for. I'll tell you that I had a gentleman who owns about 15 clinics throughout the Midwest and in Florida, medical-based clinics, and he had a partner that left his, his partners, two of them, left the company, took a buyout of the company and left him with the bag of running this thing. And it was a mess. And he listened to my CEO presentation at our last revolution, where I just 
didn't speak for a minute or two. And he's like, oh, my God. He, he said that was so powerful when he watched it. And he said it made me think about my purpose. And it made me realize that I have to state my purpose to everyone in the company because I lost the partner and they don't even know why I do what I do. So he got everyone. He got the people that are running the clinic. We're talking 15, 20 clinics. We have CFOs, COOs. We have uh, a lot of people. We have office managers. We have doctors. We have staff. And he said, I pulled a Joe Esposito. <laughs> he said, I got on there and just told them about my, and it was just interesting. It was a similar story with his, was it his father? Not a death, but an experience in health as to why he wanted to do this. And he says, I, I got vulnerable. And that's something to understand in all of this, guys, is as a leader, vulnerability and humility are two strong attributes of a powerful leader. Ego is great. It helps you push and keep confident in what you're doing. But if it's all ego, you're going to lose a team over time. You have yep. to have vulnerability and humility. Vulnerability where you're willing to go there. You're willing to open up. And humility that you realize that uh, you, you, you humble your, uh, your journey, that you're learning, you're growing. I have more humility being a CEO than any stage of my life and realizing that I got work to do. You know, in, in growing as a human. So anyway, I, I share that story because the gentleman's 45 years old, running a $15 million company, been in business 20 years, and he's just now realizing my entire organization needs to know my why. So think about that, guys. Those of you just about to start practice right now, you're listening to this podcast, you've been in practice for six months, you have no staff, or you have one staff, and you're trying to decide the value of what you know Cliff is presenting here. And I love that story because that's a almost a 50-year-old gentleman after 25 years that said, I'd better tell them my why. And guess what happened? Team unified. They got behind him. They thanked him. And he was able to move the company forward. I don't know what to say on that. So, um, <laughs> so I think, I, I, yeah, I do. So you know what? Get to work on your why. Why does your company exist? Why are you here on the planet? And then how are you going to accomplish that? Like write down the mission. Take your time. Don't rush this process, you know, put your ideas out there, then bring it to your team that like yeah. I found has been the most effective. I'd say if you're writing it, one last piece of advice, I know we're closing up here, is if the why is not about you, it, it will be bigger. I'm not saying don't make it about you. I'm saying if it's not about you, It'll permeate potentially generations and lifetimes of people because it's something that you feel in your heart that you want to change about the world, about the planet, about your community, about something. It permeates deeper and it's there's more humility when it's not about you. And I love Helen Keller's uh, statement where she says she wants to have a purpose bigger than her own, her own life. And that's what I always lived is I don't want my vision to end with my mortality. So take that for what it's worth, guys, and let's get to work and uh, let's start writing. And definitely utilize Cliff and I if you have your stuff written. Uh, it's nice to put another set of eyes on it, and we can help guide this for you. Yeah, and Joe and I have looked at hundreds of these, if not thousands. So we would love to help and support um, you create the greatest life so that you live an aligned life. So thank you very much. Have an awesome day. We'll see you guys next week. Next week we will be talking about key characteristics and critical actions and product statement and affirmation. So we're going to do those last couple and then um, 
but you have the the three big pieces which is your vision purpose and mission and so um get to work have fun and enjoy it see you guys next week for opportunities to build your dream practice presented by dr fisher reach out to align life centers for natural health at alignlifeopportunity.com